and welcome to episode 90 of Divided by Werewolves. Um, I'm here, Brandon, Mitch is here. Uh, We are clearly, we have our fingers on the pulse of the film community. Damn right. Um, Parasite, (laughs) uh, congratulations to Bong Joon-ho and everyone involved. Uh, Your your best picture for uh, four awards. Um, Yep. I love the fact director. that he was yeah. basically like, you motherfuckers need to learn to read. <laughs> and then they were like, you're right, we do. Have I some know. awards. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it was it's great cool. Great to see yeah. it get for, for as, as much as I, I don't care about the Oscars, because at this point it's hard. It's It used to be kind of fun to watch, but at the same time, like I had never seen anything that was mm-hmm. up for Best Picture usually. Yeah. And for as much as people bitch about everything and, and everything's political and all this other horseshit on the internet that I'm at this point, I don't even give a fuck about it, but to have woken up the next morning, like two times recently to see what one best picture would be like, holy shit. Yeah. Like shape of water and parasite. Come on, yeah. son. Like times yeah. they're a changing, man. Like that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. They never would have won anything like right, back in the day. Right. It was weird today uh, on Twitter. To see Neil Brennan, who's like the co-creator of the Chappelle Show, just basically be like, "I don't get it. I don't think it's a good movie. Its themes are not clear," and everybody be like, "Wait, what? What? <laughs> I sorry, what?" <laughs> yeah, his his point was basically like, "Well, the rich people weren't parasites because they were just basically like they they were paying for goods and services, so it was all cool." It's like, nah, dog. <laughs> no. Wow, did you miss that? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, okay, cool. I guess I need Neil Brennan money in order to... <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> to, I, I welcome the opportunity to no, to, <laughs> to no longer get the point of Parasite. Mm, like, mm, <laughs> I mm, would mm. love to be in a Please. situation where oh I'm like, God. God, those filthy animals stealing away <laughs> their cheaters, those dirty right. cheaters. Right. <laughs> um let's see so also um and i'm gonna butcher her name so hilder guanadotir uh first uh first female composer to win an oscar in 23 years wow uh for joker so oh cool yeah and she also did the music for chernobyl which if you i've never watched that i i still want to it was fantastic terrifying yeah. i mean just actually, right right that's what i really like having lived through it um mm-hmm. you know because uh on this side of the pond we were like that seems bad right but everything <laughs> russia was saying was like nah man it's cool <laughs> i don't know man it seems bad they're like yeah. ah, it's totally cool <laughs> you know? and, then, and then climbing climbing through it or crawling through it in a ghillie suit in modern warfare and yeah. seeing the first hand yeah yeah, you know? but it's a fantastic <laughs> miniseries, amazing performances, uh, and you know, music was very good as well. She also did the um, the score for Arrival, which also uh, oh. fantastic movie. Well, wow. I movie. didn't realize. I, I just saw that Joker won for that, but I didn't really look that deep into it. Yeah, yeah. So, That's awesome. Yep. So, uh, good times. Um, let's see. So, we played a new game Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, Mitch finally what happened dude finally just went on sale is that so, what kinda- yeah that's what it was like I I knew it was on game pass and all you game passers had like access to it and so I went to buy it like the week that it was announced for game pass and it's still like $40 and I was like I it's not a game I want to I want to play it 
but I don't know if it's going to have legs and it's not necessarily something I want to spend 40 bucks on. Mm. And so I noticed that it was on, on the Xbox dashboard for uh, deals with gold or whatever, you know, awesome deals and more, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it there and I was like, you know what? I've got some Xbox money that I've been sitting on for a fucking forever. I have mm-hmm. people, I just get gift cards and I, and I always, I buy shit so cheap. I'm like, I'm going to wait and use that to take $10 off something that's more expensive. And then I never buy $60 games. So mm-hmm. I never use <laughs> And so world war Z I, I went to it and I was like, you know, if it's 20 bucks, fuck it. I'm just going to get it. And it was $13. And I was hey, like, man. oh, awesome. yeah. So let's let's go. Because, I mean, I knew what it was. I watched some of the YouTubers I watched play it. And, it, and it's basically third person Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. And I love the fuck out of Left 4 Dead. But but also with a lot more customization than Left 4 yeah, Dead. Yeah. Like, like Left 4 Dead is a game. It doesn't matter who you're really right, playing as. Right, it's right, just, right. It's all the same. You know, It almost... That's true. Like it takes like uh, Killing Floor and yeah. Left for Dead and pushes them together into this third person, just but with fast zombies and just this, just so much fun to play with friends when you've had a few things to drink. And I, I mean, I laughed for I couldn't even play the game for a good ten minutes because the first time I watched somebody choke slam one of y'all and keep picking you up and slamming you. Yeah, those bulls, man, they're fucking. Annoying. I was fucking Holy crying. Shit. I'm sure it was from from whoever's perspective it was that I saw get picked up. That first. was me. That was me yeah. getting repeatedly. <clears throat> that checks out. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't stop laughing for like ten minutes. <laughs> and, and I mean, but but you know, that being said, the the, the it, they are like it, it's a lot of it has to do with kind of like your awareness. So if you if you mm-hmm. see the bull come, well, don't just stand there. Like you get yourself in a position where you because if you get enough people shooting it, it'll go down. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it's not like you know, it's just don't be in front of it when it charges, and it right. does it like it does an animation like a bull because it's it's basically a cop in a giant riot suit. Right. Um, but it was the same thing from Left 4 Dead. Like Left 4 Dead Two, I think introduced those right because I know they had the the elephants in Part One or well, whatever they, they the call tanks. tanks. Tanks, not elephants. Fuck, fuck. But they didn't they add chargers in two. Or no? Or were they in both? Um, I don't remember. I don't know if they pick you up and. They would like charge at you, and then if they hit you, they would pick you up and carry carry you with them until they slammed you into something. Okay. They didn't necessarily pick you up and yeah, choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're this. right. You're right. Yes, yes. But yes. they'd like run you across the room. Right. Okay. Which yeah, it's 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 hella fun. Uh, we we were kind of talking about it before. The only a few nitpicks is that it's so chaotic because there are so many zombies and they're so fast that sometimes you get so caught up in killing zombies that there's an objective you're supposed to be working on and it's not always super clear of what you're supposed to be doing so we we failed at the train station because we were supposed to not only save our own asses and get down to the train but we had to protect the driver and we were doing great i thought and then yeah suddenly it's like mission failed and i'm like what the fuck well i think too because it 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 will give you it'll constantly be telling you to do shit. Like that's the one mm-hmm. thing. like, just knock it off, man. Just, yeah, you know, and so right. like, you know, kind of true to, um, the, the, the world war Z type of thing where the zombies make mm. the giant pyramids yeah, inside. Yeah. Um, I guess it was Jerusalem. Uh, yeah. where it was uh, in Israel. Um, it's the same thing here. Like they'll be, they'll make, start making these, these pyramids and you're supposed to throw explosives or, or, or shoot the zombies at the bottom of the pyramid and get them to collapse. Well, so we're like 
there's this train and the train's being attacked and but it's also like shoot the bottom of the pyramid so i'm like okay because it's like making little tiny pyramids it's like well they're trying to get in to go after the driver so i was like i'll take those out but then you know like you said it's just kind of it's kind of unclear as to what it is you're supposed to be doing and then at the same time you've got to keep running back up to get ammo and then at the same time Mm -hmm. oh by the way they're also trying to murder you yeah don't die yeah Yeah. (laughs) so there's definitely uh definitely a lot um but uh, but it was a good time, and 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 the fact that you can pick different classes, and then you can specialize in different weapons, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. if you you know if you kind of like Left for Dead, the more you play it, or the further you get into a stage, the better the weapons are that you unlock, and then mm-hmm. and then you get experience towards those weapons, which then you know kind of makes it more effective. So if you want to, you can focus on a particular weapon type, and then just keep like building right. it up, and they'll. Kind of and then, yeah, it unlocks other things like for the classes and the skill trees and stuff. I was noticed I was Hellraiser, which is the explosive mm-hmm. expert. And so, like, you, you're first, it just starts off as you're better with explosives or you do a little more damage, but like it adds other things. Like, yeah. they do it, does this much more percent damage or <clears throat> explosives. Uh, you get different types of explosives that will actually call zombies to them when you throw them down and stuff like that. So, yeah, mine was, um, I got, um, uh, it would like knock zombies like flat, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, did you do melee? I can't remember what yours was. I was a, I was a hell I was a just a kind of a submachine gun okay. per- gun person with with um um grenades. So I picked gotcha. grenades as my uh, my what you call it uh, little because you you can pick like different side. Mm-hmm. Specializations, I guess you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so yeah, so I pick grenades, and uh, and then kind of unlock stuff from there. But but then you know there's a, there's there's stuff like you know all sorts of different things. So it's interesting to see kind of how much you have to play in order to right. really get stuff unlocked. You know that that's mm-hmm. my concern is that you know but but you get experience if you fail and you um you know you get more if you make it to the and you don't have to make it to the end of a mission you just similar similar to left for dead it's kind of broken up you'll get to a safe room and that's kind of mm, and you're like good. chapters so, yeah right. so if you get to the end of a chapter you'll um you'll get a significant amount of experience um, mm-hmm. i mean i don't know if it really ends up being significant as you you know continue to go up levels but um but uh but definitely yeah i mean stuff like that though it's just like you just wish that you know it supported more people right not just for, yeah but, yeah, um, you know, there's not many games that that do that. So, right. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned it. It was it was a good time. Um, well, I'm looking forward to playing it again. Me too. Um, let's see. So I finally finished um, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, um, mm. and still love it. Still my favorite. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it was like I I'd, I'd forgotten. There was a lot that I'd forgotten about it, but. You know, the thing that I guess I like the most about it is, you know, all of the other Assassin's Creed games, it's like you, um, y- you're already kind of in the Brotherhood at the time, or you're, you know, you're, or you're like, there's some like family tragedy, I guess, that kind of propels you, um, to join the Brotherhood, right? And mm. in, in the case of, of this one, it, it it it's not like that at all. Like like it, it's it's Edward is is just kind of a fuck up, and he's a pirate. He gets his boat gets attacked. <laughs> he 
kills the assassin that attacks him. He thinks, oh, this guy's good. Like, I can, I, I know he's going to go to a meetup. I'll just pretend I'm him mm-hmm. and I'll get paid. Like, that's all he's looking for. He's just looking for a payday, essentially. And then he sells out the assassins, realizes he had made a giant mistake, and spends the rest of the game trying to, like, help them, but also himself. So it, it really, and even at the end of the game, you know, he kind of mentions, like, they ask him, like, why well, are you going to come back to the assassins? He's like, well, yeah, you know, eventually, but I got to, I got to fix stuff back in England with the, you know, the woman I left behind. So, you know, it was just cool to see this, I mean, like, a character that's not, like, from the beginning, like, yeah, he's already, like, on board, you know, so there's no, like, real growth there. It's more just, like, yeah, he fucking hates Templars, and he, you know, continues to hate Templars and whatever. Um, right. You know, so it was it was really cool. Uh, and, I mean, it was fun to play it again. I mean, there's some frustrating parts, no doubt. You know, the... Uh, yeah. Uh, some of the... Um, um, shoot. The um, eavesdropping and whatnot is, like, super annoying. But... Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I, 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 you know, I was glad. I'm glad I replayed it, and I'm not one to really replay games. You know? mm, right, so, right. So for me to kind of feel that way about it, I think just, uh, you know, it was definitely well worth it. Um, so you know, next up, so I'm playing Freedom Cry, which is the uh, the expansion that's selling like mm. 20 years later. It was one of the only platinums I got. Um, back in the day uh it was free it was like a like a ps plus type of thing and i was like fuck it yeah i remember it i i i played enough of that game i got it for i think it was one of the earlier uh games with gold for the the one. Oh, okay and i so i downloaded it and i was like you know i haven't played one since three which i fucking hated and i thought i was gonna love and i was like i don't like pirates or assassin's creed anymore <laughs> But I'll try this one. <laughs> and I like I got as far as being shirtless on a beach and having to chase somebody across tree limbs. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so I lit, I didn't even get through the prologue, if that's what that was. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, yeah, pr- pretty much. Uh, yeah. Like I literally played maybe 30 minutes yeah. and I was like, this, this just isn't for me anymore. Like I like I love the first two. But I think I that was enough Assassin's Creed for me. Although I've said many times, I've thoroughly enjoyed watching you play them when you start like the newer ones. Mm-hmm. I love the Egypt one Origins or whatever, and I and I fucking love the the uh, three hundred one that you played. Yeah, and that's the thing; those games are so. I was thinking, I was like, would I replay them if they put them out on the Switch? And I was like, I don't know, man. Those are those are like like I, I'll have to look to see how much time I spent in Black Flag. It was probably like forty hours. That's a huge uh, right. difference than like one hundred and eighty five. I was gonna hours. say those games are like epics. They're like old Metallica songs, where yeah, it's right. like <laughs> I just I don't know if I have it in me to do that again. Uh, mm. But but I also know me and. Uh, probably will. <laughs> um, and uh, I did start Pokemon Shield. It's I don't understand. Jesus, it's happening. Like, oh God! I watched you like Sunday morning while I was stuck at the hospital at work, and I was like, I'm reading the dialogue, and they're speaking English, sort of. Sort of is the operative word there, sort right? Of. And I'm like, I can understand the words. I don't know what any fucking thing means that they're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is what people are surprised. I've never played any of Well, I don't want to play any of this shit. This looks terrible to me. <laughs> like it's so not my thing. 
Yeah. Like it was it was cool to watch you take that one Pokemon that like pulled the sticks off his head and beat the shit out of everything. Like that was funny, but like as far as just the quests and the the aesthetic, I was like, man, this nothing about this is appealing to me. Well, I've always liked, you know, like I've always loved, you know, the Pokemon games. Uh and I've played, you know, enough of them, but uh, right, right. It, it's for me, I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm kind of just kind of going, well, wait a minute. What is it I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Mhm. Your commentary is fantastic. Outside okay. of that, it's certainly not something I want, I want to play myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, you know you got to make it, in, it. At the end of the day, it's just kind of. I mean, it's they're it's the same thing, right? It's they they follow a very predictable formula because that's what people want. So the the only sure. way to make it interesting for myself is to make, me, make fun me, of it while I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it always ends up the same. Like I mean, they just they never change. <laughs> Because yeah. God forbid they do, then people fucking shit the oh bed my God. about it. Yeah, man. You know, it's like Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo can only do what Nintendo does. Because man, do people fucking freak out if they do anything different? Yes, yes, you are absolutely right. So, uh, so we'll kind of uh, see how far I go with that before I switch to uh, something else. So, um, all right. So we have. Uh, you you started watching October Faction on Netflix. I haven't started watching yeah. it yet. And so you're a fan of comic. I I've never heard of this comic at all. So what, mm. what's the deal with October Faction? So it's it's a Steve Niles book, which is all I needed to know because okay. uh, I've read like I literally put Steve Niles on my pull list when I was working at the store for 15 years. And so like everything he's written since 30 Days of Night, I have read like. Okay. No matter what publisher, like I go through previews because he'll he'll bounce around from Dark Horse to IDW to mm-hmm. some of the lesser known. And so I have to make sure I look at every book that looks like it could be a horror book because to see if he wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> October Faction was from IDW uh, and it's about this family and they're like monster hunters, but trying to get out of the business because they didn't want their kids to follow in their footsteps. And as one thing leads to another, of course. They have to get back into it because they're like old and the guy's like a teacher now and stuff. And his wife is whatever she I can't remember whatever she was. And and they're so the show kind of acts as if while they they're sort of trying to distance themselves and protect the kids from it. Uh, it very much is that they're still in it because you kind of can't ever really get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so the when the comic started it was they were very they were way more reluctant to like take messages or like to hear from their past and it was almost like they had to get sucked back in um but the best thing about it is just the characters they're just mm-hmm. you know there's there's been so there's a, been a few series it ran as an ongoing for a while and then it stopped and it comes back occasionally now as like a almost like a seasonal thing right they'll be like They'll have like a it's like it's like October Faction Supernatural Dreams and it'll be like an eight issue thing and then oh, okay. it'll stop again and it comes back around. Basically, the way most comics work these days is the the creative teams change up. They stay on long enough to do like a trade or two, yeah, and then you move on and shit like that. So it's the same writer, same artist on all these, but they just take breaks and do other things in between. Um, but it's basically this this sort of almost dysfunctional family. Uh, and so they kind of realize they're going to have to get back in because they, they get attacked. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the kid, their kids are in in high school and they're starting to discover that 
they have powers that are manifesting and they don't understand. And so then these monsters are attacking their parents and they don't understand that either. And so it kind of becomes a thing where they have to get back into it. It's, I mean, it's not the most original thing in the world you'll ever read. But there are just little things about it that make it so fucking cool. Like there's right. this kid robot, right, that comes in and he wants to murder them because they did something to his parents or something like that. And like, like he robot. ends up, yeah, they fight all kinds of monsters, dude. This isn't just like vampires and werewolves and shit. Like it's, it's sci-fi shit. It's everything. Oh, cool. And so he comes to get revenge for his parents or whatever. And then it ends up that he's not that bad of a kid and he ends up becoming part of the family and shit like that. And then they have this. This guy who's like they call Uncle something, and I'm I'm so bad because I read so many fucking comics. But they have this uncle who used to be the dad's like partner, mm-hmm. and he was always like, "You got to get back in. You can't. You know, you can't get out and shit." But the other thing is, he is a werewolf. Oh, nice! And he also happens to have cancer in his human form, oh. so he can't turn back human because of the cancer. I was but like when Jane Foster. So right, so when he's the werewolf, he can he's fine. But if he ever goes back human, like he's like almost like Spawn or whatever, right? He's on right. a ticking time clock and shit. And so there's just so many little things like that are just so cool. And and uh, like there's not been a bad volume of it yet. Like ah. they're all they've been really good. Well, that sounds right in my alley. It sounds like a yeah. almost like supernatural in terms of the family Pretty business much. and whatnot. It's very much is yeah. And then the show. I've seen three episodes and they're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. The The people they got to play the characters are – I don't even recognize most of them. They're all very fuck. – they're so good. Mm-hmm. Like the mom and dad are so cool. Like they're so good at, at playing the roles and then the kids are awesome. So uh, – and then like you know, it's it's telling a really good story. They're, the effects are cool. The monsters are cool. It's just a really good show mm-hmm. so far. I haven't seen all of it. But like everything I'm reading from people who binged it – like they loved it. Like it's a, it's like a hit, and I'm so happy for Steve Niles and Damian Worm because, I mean, I was the only person at the store who got it. Like I was literally the one person at this, our store who read it. So I guess in Auburn, if you came to our comic book store, I'm the only one who was getting it. So <laughs> yeah. So well, that's how cool. popular the book was. But the show was apparently a huge hit, and like I know Thirty Days of Night was a big hit for Steve Niles, but like he's done lots of other things since then, and none of them have been a success on that level. So it's super cool to see this be a thing that's taken off for him. Right, right, right. Well, that's awesome. I'll have to give it a try. Like I said, I have so many, so many things uh, to 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 uh, to watch on Netflix, mm-hmm. um, and that's not even counting like the and other, all the other services. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, but I, it's in my list. It's in my list. Um, I did start. I had to. The new season of Better Call Saul starts up soon, so I had to mm-hmm. get caught up because I don't remember. That that's the problem. I'd be I'd be able to get more watched if I could actually remember things that I watched. That's so the like, same thing with me reading comics, man. Like, <laughs> I'm so bad. You know when the when the new season of uh, the Magicians started back up, I had to rewatch the previous season because I'm like, all right, well, I don't really remember what happened. (laughs) That really is honestly, like we talked about before, there's so many things that I'll start like any day. Now I'll finish season two of daredevil, but yeah, it's like the, the, the thing I love about Netflix when I, when it's a show that I'm, I finished, but I may not remember. I love to catch up at the start of the next season. Cause it's like, right, right, right. That helps me so much with oranges and new black because like that's the one thing I actually do finish consistently. I've never seen that one. I'll have to give that a try now, especially now that it's uh, it's over. It's yeah, done. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so movies, what do you want to do first? Let's do Birds of Prey first. Sure. Um, so Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous, whatever, Emancipation. Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. One Harley Quinn uh, came out uh, this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, box office returns, not uh, what they were hoping for, although there seems to be a lot mm. of um, men who make uh, videos on the internet pretty happy about it why i don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense to me but what do i know again um, so sick of the internet <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i don't get it and i, I mm. don't i don't i i don't look this is, this is how it works if you have a big beard and chunky glasses and you wear like a newsy cap <laughs> and you do a video and behind you is like all sorts of comics, so you can show that you really know comics, right? Um, and then, and then you just yell about shit. I don't want anything to do with you or your movies or your no. views on movies or, or nothing. No. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I couldn't be less interested in your opinion on anything I watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that's gonna work for me. Um, yep. But I, I will say I'm I'm somewhat surprised. That the uh, that it didn't do as well, uh, but I'm also I had too. Honestly, like my wife was like, I don't remember seeing any ads or anything for it, and uh, I don't know. I don't. It's like they, you know, Suicide Squad did really well. Mm. You know, regardless right. of how you felt about it as a movie, um, yeah. it it really it did really well. It made like you know three hundred some odd million dollars, right? Um, domestically, it made like you know about eight hundred, I think, worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean I think by all you know financial measures it was a it was a pretty big success so um, mm-hmm. I don't think you can necessarily be like wow nobody went saw Suicide Squad now maybe people went to see it and they didn't like it and then they're like okay well sure you know she's from see and I, I kind of wonder that too if that didn't hurt Birds of Prey a little bit but at the same time I I like I haven't seen numbers but I read that it it didn't do well and I was like wow I expect I honestly expected it to because people the one thing that people who who shit all over Suicide Squad, the one thing they didn't seem to shit on was Harley. So Yeah, so it did. They were hoping for like $50 million and it did like 33 Now, it could end up being <laughs> something that has legs and it just goes on for a while. Right, knows? right. Um, I know that... Um, yeah, I don't... I genu- I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, at a loss as to why, other than just, you know, maybe the marketing just of it wasn't yeah. great. Um. Because you know she was she was pretty much front and center, so it's not like they're like right. birds of prey. Who's that? And then you know nothing. I mean, she's all over it. Uh, right. And and the 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 fact of the matter is, it's it's not a birds of prey movie. Nope. Until the very <laughs> end, it's a Harley right. Quinn movie. You know, and that's yeah. that's fine. Like I don't, you know, I mean, I it, it if if you are looking for like your classic, you know, Oracle. Uh, you know, Huntress, uh, you know, right. Dino Lance type of thing. You're not getting that here. Um, yeah. Surely not. I wouldn't think so because I don't, I don't think even uh, the people that would associate Birds of Prey with that are strictly comic book people. Exactly. And we have to know that that's not who's going to see these movies, not only going to see these movies at least. Right. right. So, so I don't think having it called Birds of Prey uh, and people expecting, having expectations based around that would make would have made that much difference uh and i can't really speak to the marketing either because like i i avidly avoid trailers i actively avoid trailers now so i didn't see one so i kind of 
I had something spoiled for me because I knew there was a hyena that laughed in it because somebody mentioned it on, I don't know if it's the discord or, 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 uh, Twitter somewhere that I saw that. So I knew that, but, uh, yeah, yeah, which, I, yeah. which really wasn't that, I mean, it was kind of, a you know, that's a cool little detail, but like, it's not a spoiler or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I really, I'm at a loss for why, like it's not done better, honestly. Because, like I said, people seem to love Deadpool Harley, even though I have my opinions about that. Um, I mean, and that's 100% what this is. It's yeah, the- although I do feel like – okay, so here, here's here's where in part I think – I okay, let me just put it out there. I loved it. I had a blast with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the performances. I loved the way that – the, the the structure of the way they told the story to where they and then how kind of everybody came together, um, mm. you know I love the their characterizations of you know the different it was a just a different take on I mean like mm. Montoya you know you know Montoya seemed kind of, but but like having an older Montoya I thought older was Montoya reminded me of Bullock which I thought yeah. made perfect sense because yeah. she was his partner for so long right right right. Um, and, um, I, I, you know, the, 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 the one thing that I, I wasn't a big fan of, 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 uh, Cassie being not bad yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I, but the I same also, here. I also understand, you know, that that's a, that'd be a lot to, you know what I mean? That would just be sure. A, a that's too much to get into like in, in a movie where you're introducing a, you, you're yeah. us to the character, but at the same time, she's completely a different character. Yeah. She's not, yeah. yeah. she's not. Cassandra Kane, as we know, Cassandra Kane as right. Batgirl. So, um, but I had a, I mean, I I thought the action sequences were extremely well done. One of the guys who worked on the John Wick movies worked on, it, and you could tell mm. because, yeah, you know, you could tell how hard that the actresses and and the the stunt uh, people worked because it sure. was easy to see. Right, you know well, and what it, was happening, and right, you know, exactly. so, some of those like the 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 fight scene in the evidence room was fucking amazing. Like, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 and, and it was like, it was clear, like it was fun. It was staged. Well, it was creative. You know, they mm-hmm. had a lot of like Harley's acrobatic moves in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, great use of the, of the canary cry. Um, and, but then also like the, you know, it wasn't this like, um, you know, you were, were this kind of really choppy cross cutting where you don't know what's going right. on because you're like, right, right, right. Well, we have to hide the fact that they don't, you know, they don't know kind of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like they made a misstep, and and I don't, I understand them. Okay, like certain things, I go, all right, fine. If that's the kind of, if that's the, all right. So like Deadpool, like mm-hmm. we, we we've talked before where you know the version of Deadpool that they decided to bring to the screen, they. That, you know, that's not that the, the, there, there's tamer versions of Deadpool that they could have done if they wanted to. Right. Yes. Um, yes. But knowing, you know, Ryan Reynolds, I guess it kind of makes somewhat sense in terms of like that seemed like if that's the kind he wanted to bring and he can get it made, then great. Sure. And so you can understand going, all right, well, there's, you know, like 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 Joker, for example, a PG-13 mm. Joker movie probably wouldn't have been as impactful because when the violence in that movie happens, it has to be visceral. Mm. It has to be, right. you know, yeah. shocking to a degree because of the story they're trying to tell. I feel right. like in this movie, there was the it didn't have to be a rate an R. And I almost felt like no. the type of R that it was was. Like Pointless. they were trying to stick 
to, to kind of walk a line where if your kid was like 13, 14, you'd be it was not it's not like Deadpool where he's grown his dick back and hanging. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like right, like right. you know, there's all this like kind of scatological stuff. I mean, it's not to say I mean, and people some people would be like, I don't have a problem with violence, I have a problem if it's stuff about sex or if it's gross out stuff, right? Everybody's right. different. Um you know, this movie I feel like they wanted to have that R to give themselves more freedom in terms of how they portray the violence, but it was mm. also a pretty soft R. Yeah, um, it was to where they it's, could they could conceivably maybe yeah. get younger people. But there's a lot of parents who are going to be like, "No, it's an R. You're just not going right." Like, and I go, 100%. you know, this is a movie where I feel like they really easily could have made it PG-13 mm-hmm. and then opened up their audience more. Yep. And I agree it, 1 million percent. You know, and then it's a, you know, it it's it's a and and potentially that would have maybe brought in more yep. folks. And then if I, they wanted to like if it did well, then you you do like uh the Wolverine where you you throw you know right. you have a you have a rated R version or an unrated version in the the mm-hmm. Blu-ray or digital or whatever. Yeah. Cuz honestly, you cut some of the language back and it really is PG-13. Absolutely. Even, you know, and that's all it is. And so that's that was my thing with Deadpool, right? I oh. I think Deadpool if, though, like Deadpool, you would have to cut a lot out of that movie. No, I no, I'm not saying I'm not saying what we got. I'm saying you could have made just an entertaining of, of a Deadpool movie if people weren't eating mashed potatoes out of people's asses and fuck wasn't every other word. Yeah. You know, just the violence and just let but, him do his Deadpool thing. But, but now. That, it, Deadpool, I kind of more understand because I feel like there's a version of the comics Deadpool that warrants that rating. Whereas I don't mm. know if I haven't read like the the. Uh, this was very much the Amanda Connor Jimmy Palmiotti. Yeah, and uh, I haven't Harvard read book. any of those. One hundred percent. That was the the inspiration for this. Only, just in the same way that I said with Deadpool, that Deadpool very much was. I think the inspiration was Joe Casey's Cable and Deadpool when Cable when Deadpool they decided Deadpool should be funny, but the thing is he didn't run around saying fuck all the time. Yeah, uh, he was just insane, and right. it was funny. Right. And so that's the same thing here. That that Harley Quinn book is very much, uh, very reminiscent of uh, of that Joe Casey Deadpool, that original like funny Deadpool, and like I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that if it's if that's the if that's the the direction that Harley Quinn goes as a character after she's done with the Joker, done being hurt by the Joker, tired of his shit, that's fine. That's just not the Harley I prefer. Yeah. Now, saying that, I get it every fucking month, and I read it. Yeah. And it's like, some of it's entertaining, some of it misses the mark for me. Like, I loved it back when... Uh, uh, they were both co-writing it and they want, they, they were really playing into the whole, like making fun of Deadpool thing, but like doing the Harley Deadpool because they had this bumbling moron, uh, vigilante who was his, his shtick was, he was, uh, based around, uh, uh, like hardware, like tools from like home <laughs> stuff. Right. Yeah. And his name, and he was red and black, but he had like saw blades on his shoulders and she was a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. But he was, he was in love with Harley and his name was red tool. Oh. And so that was like, red tool was fucking great. Which <laughs> like, makes sense though. Cause Deadpool was making fun of Deadshot, Right. Right. So, I mean, it's so, kind of, 
Yeah. I I low key hoped for like an after credit scene where Red Tool showed up or something. I knew I wouldn't get it. But man, that would have been fucking awesome. Because <laughs> he was my favorite thing in the book. And whenever he wasn't in it, I was like, eh, this yeah. is okay. So did you like the movie? Um, I did. I, I didn't hate it. Um, it's now it's, you know, me with my DC movies, it's, it's somewhere between the middle slash lower tier for, for my, for my DC movies. Um, I thought it was just dumb fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like I said, I really wish, cause I, I think Katie would love it, but I'm not going to let her watch it. Right. Uh, and for now, because right. obviously, uh, but I really wish I could cause I think she'd had a blast with it. Yeah. Um, um, didn't, I thought, um, black mask was cool, but kind of underused. Yeah. And, and honestly like that, I think that I wish that I love the action sequences, like you said, but I think as far as a plot, it was pretty thin. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, ba- yes, it, 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 right. But at the same time, it was nice for once that we don't have a superhero movie that's, Hey, there's this big thing that's going to end the world, right? Like it's just, oh I mean, yeah, yeah. It was like just, no, you know. But I think there's a way to do that where the stakes not be, hey, Batgirl needs to take a shit, <laughs> like, right? Is that what we're doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, come no, on. you're right. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it, it was it was Harley surviving. It's just, sure it, that's just how she had to survive. Right. But no, I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's like you, you know, you can only there, there can only be so many cosmic MacGuffins that sure, you know, somebody has <laughs> to get their hands on. Right. Right. You know, so it was it was as, <laughs> now that you put it that way, I'm never going to not think of it <laughs> as the Batgirl takes a shit movie. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're like, what was the money? What was the was the driving force of the oh yeah pooping mm-hmm. <laughs> um yep. you know it was but it was nice to see something where the this the stakes were 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 just were entirely personal like and not yeah. you know it, I, I i actually i enjoyed that uh quite a bit um with that um the the black mask i I mean i think that you know my my the thing i didn't like about that i loved ewan mcgregor and the guy who played jazz but those are like i mean black mask is fucking cool as hell Mm, you know and they kind of got into it but not enough where you know the the whole thing with him is is like you know you're not really sure like is he like all there is he not like i mean clearly this guy was, was kind of was a super weirdo Right. But he seemed when he was doing his, you know, kind of violent stuff, like he was, you know, well in control. It, But when he, he put that, you know, he's kind of looking at the mask and it's almost like mm. the mask is kind of you mm. know, talking to him. You know, that mm. idea of is is he in control? Is the mask in control? That type of stuff. Um, I would have loved to have seen more of that. And then Absolutely. like Victor's ass, like, I, I mean, you, just, oh, yeah. you don't kill him off in your first right you know you don't introduce him and then just do away with him because man what a terrifying mother he, in the he, right movie yeah jesus christ he was scary like he's, as hell in this movie sure but i'm but i'm but like a darker movie and you put zaz as the villain like a yeah i mean if you don't know who he is and i guess maybe not but like you put him against like a street level hero like even batman like mm-hmm. fucking he'd be scary as fucking a batman movie right 
Yeah. So, I but just, like that's that's the comic book person in me having pick nitpicking shit though, and that's why I don't really try to get into that too much. Well, but I don't think it's nitpicking so much as knowing that you know you've got these great characters and you don't have to kill them off mm-hmm. in the movie. Like you could keep them around, right? Yeah. Like you know, it's yep. just like you know, I mean, Spider Man Two. You you're gonna fucking kill off Doctor Octopus at the end of right, Spider Man right. Two? What <laughs> right. are you doing? Right, yeah. like, 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 true. Like, not, not everything has to end with, with, you know, the the bad guy, uh, you know, yeah. dying. Right, like, like, like you, there's, yeah. there's other things that could happen. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I still, I, 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 I enjoyed a lot. I mean, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's there, and this is the same for the Marvel movies too, right? Some Marvel movies, for me anyway, like you, you finish watching them, and then you kind of think about them longer, or you, and some of them, you go, yeah, that was, that was great. I was entertained. Yeah, and that then, was fun. You yeah. know, and and you don't really, and I think this one for me is like that. But but you know, the reality is, I, I still look forward to seeing it again. And and oh, I, I do too. And, yeah, and yeah. I like, you know, I like having, I like having DC movies, you know, because that I feel the same way about as I do like the Marvel movies in terms of like, Hey, I really, you know, I want to watch that again. I want to see you know, mm. some stuff that I, I didn't catch the first time or whatnot. Yeah, um, exactly. Yep. You know, and, and, and so I'm really excited to see, you know, kind of what they do with, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, even though I'm really oh, I can't, concerned I can't about for what Cheetah's going to look like, but sure. <laughs> I guess we'll find out, but um, thank you cats. Like, <laughs> my God, yeah. Like, that's, that's, I can't wait for that to come out on video so that I can watch. Oh, it. me too. My wife is. Like, there's no way. I, there's no way I would have paid to see it in the theater. But no, man, my wife's like, "You're gonna watch that?" I was like, "Oh my God, that's gonna be like the scariest yeah. movie I watch." Exactly. Year. Hell yeah, that's nightmare fuel. Yeah. It is. <laughs> um. All right. So, I what is the next DC movie? Now that I think of it, um, oh, the Batman. Well, we know they just started filming the, the well, Batman, but they also they're doing the other Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Right, but Wonder Woman will be the next one. Oh right? yeah, yeah, duh, duh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> this summer, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And are, are you? Do you care at all about the Black Widow movie? Uh, no, because. Um, Wait, is that the one that's going to have Taskmaster as a villain? Hell yeah. No, no, because I know like they're going to fucking... I fucking love Taskmaster. Oh, okay. I love the shit out of Taskmaster, and I know they're going to fuck him up, so no, I'm not... I'm going to watch it, because I watch all of them, but man, I'm I am so ready to hate that fucking movie. You don't think they're going to be able to do a good job with him? With Taskmaster? I mean, no, I don't. Why? Just, just, I don't uh, know. just historically speaking, or you just feel like, as a hero well, so, or whatever... Or so a, here's a the villain, thing, it's right? kind of a hard... It's the same thing lift. with Black Mask, right? Yeah, like, it's like, okay, like, I get wanting to give her a, a street-level, kind of more human-type villain, because that's kind of... She's not uh, necessarily a super-powered being, but and when it's one that I really like, it almost they almost always get it wrong. Like, I don't even like him that much in the Spider-Man game. I thought he looked like shit, and that's the other thing, right? He's not well, going to look like I want him to. Yeah, I mean the Spider-Man game. I mean, they're really—it was just like, oh, yeah, his challenge, whatever stuff. Yeah, it was whatever like. thing, right? He was just kind of thrown in, and it's like nobody but me was like, oh shit, Taskmaster, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So it's gonna be the same thing with this. They're gonna be like, who the fuck is this idiot? And his suit's stupid because he looks like shit and whatever. And I'm like, fuck you, he's awesome. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things for I me. I mean, some of the stuff I've seen where they show like him doing 
the same mo- like the same moves. Mm-hmm. I, I like copying her stuff. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I think right. it could be done well. I hope so, but I'm I don't have high hopes for it. I honestly, I like I'm I'm excited for for him. I'm more excited to see big. Oh, that's absolutely why I'm going to watch Harbor. it. Harbor, like just be, yeah. Uh, what what is oh, what the hell is the uh, crimson? No, um, red. Uh, shit, what's his name? I don't know what you're talking about. He's the, he's plays the Russian <laughs> hero, the Russian superhero. What in this movie? Yeah. Wait. I don't know. I didn't know he was in it. God, see, I don't watch trailers. Harbor's in it. Yeah. No, I had no idea. Rachel Weisz is in it too. Florence Pugh, she's in it too. She plays the um, the blonde, uh, her sister. No, I had no idea. (laughs) I've seen no trailers. I've read nothing about it. I just, I think that I remember seeing that Taskmaster was going to be it, and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. And that's as far as I went. I knew I'd watch it. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I like to go into these things now knowing absolutely nothing because I'm so tired of assholes on the internet shitting on everything. Yeah. He plays, um, oh shit. What the hell is his name? I'll have to look. I'm trying to come up with something. I got like Crimson Dynamo, but he's not a hero. Uh, uh, fuck. Then I went Rocket Red and like, no, No. that's just Justice League. (laughs) Um, God damn it. This is, this is why people. Pay us. This is what they're here for. Exactly. <laughs> oh, who the hell is he? Um, shit. Red Guardian. Okay. <laughs> <You're>, you, <laughs> nothing? Well, I mean, probably, but it's not at the moment. <laughs> He's like, you don't remember, like, oh, jeez, wow. All right. If I saw a picture of him, I would be like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, he's got the red with the the like the the and the beard. Eh, anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like their version of Captain America. Well, I am drawing a blank, man. Wow, that's all. That's wow. bad. Oof, we're gonna have to cut the. We're gonna have to cut this part. <laughs> no videos for you. You don't have any. You don't have oh any. Oh my god! Uh, so I'm done. Bona fides. And no shit. I'm out. Wow. There goes my street grid. Throw your beard out and get yourself a newsy cap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the only way we'll be able to take you seriously. <laughs> uh, all right. So last but certainly not least. Um, well, uh, we were going to do one other oh, one. Oh, yes. Mitch's movie <laughs> of the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, shout out to Jace who does a level playing field podcast and uh, played helped helped. He was the only person when we were playing uh, World War Z. By the way, Jace was the only person I could rely on for information as to how to actually play the game Oof. because somebody else <laughs> was not in a shall we say. I had never played it. It was not. It was not. It was not operating in an instructional capacity. Let's just put it that way. I couldn't have given you instruction anyway. It was your first time. My first time. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh, so, so Jace had 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 said, "Hey, there's this movie called Jexy. Uh Rose Byrne plays a phone. You guys should watch it and then review it." So here we are. We are reviewing Jexy. Um, yeah. I thought it was perfectly fun, mind like incredibly mindless. Had some good, stupid jokes. Um, yep. You know, not a bad way to waste ninety minutes. Uh, at the same time, when I was done with it, I was like, 
yeah, all right, it's good. Like, wife and I watched it on Saturday night. We, mm. we laughed, and then it was done. And I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. And that was pretty yeah. much the end of it. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I like Workaholics guy who I always call Adam, some other name Adam, from some shitty band singer. I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Mitch thought Adam uh, Levine, Levine from Maroon 5 yeah. was in this movie. It's Adam Levine. <laughs> I didn't think that. I I knew who was in it. I just thought that was his name. No, you were looking forward. Many... You were looking forward to the, <laughs> the midway point where he, he sang that payphone. Is that song. the? Is that the? Is that the dickhead with the California tattoo and shit from the Super Bowl? He was does have them? tattoos. I think he's probably a dickhead, and he was in the Super Bowl. Perfect. I know exactly who that is now. Then, yeah, that's not this kid. No, this kid's an idiot. This is a moron. <laughs> he's the idiot from Workaholic. It's like yeah. the one. The yeah, one he's that, in Pitch Perfect, the, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, the, the I love it. He cracks. He was my favorite one in Workaholic. Yeah. Like the episode where he he uh, pretended to commit suicide, and so he threw that dummy off the roof of the building in front of his boss. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I fucking cried, dude. That shit was so funny, but like I, every time I watch him in a movie, I, he's not as funny to me as he is in Workaholics. And so in this one, I felt like uh, he the funniest thing was the phone. Like when she was she was slamming him constantly. Yes, I I was laughing my ass off. Like this is fucking. I, I was like, this is this is like the dumb stoner version of her. Like it, yes, <laughs> like her, that's exactly what it is. Yes, yeah, yes. And so if that's an idea that sounds appealing to you, like you said, there are worse ways to spend eighty. It's eighty four minutes. Right, right. So it it doesn't pretend like it's more than exactly that. It's a dumb stoner version of of her and. Uh, uh, while it has moments that are endearing and, and it tries to be sweet at the end of the day, it's it's at its best when his phone is just absolutely right. fucking burning him to death. Like, yeah, okay. and I, I agree. I think that's like like when it's like starts to kind of he meets someone and then you're like, eh, I don't know if I care so much about this. Right. Um, yeah. And and I mean it it did you know I had some things you know this guy I, although it is funny it's like. You know, there is no way you would be able to afford that apartment in San Francisco mm-hmm. unless you live with mm-hmm. 13 other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm fucking making listicles for BuzzFeed or whatever. Although, um, uh, shit, what's his name? The guy who played his boss. boss. I always call him Butch Tuchel of Argus to this day. So I don't, the kid that was Butch Tuchel of Argus and Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> That's uh, what I know him from, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, he was, he was, um, he was end of watch. Yeah, he was in Watch. He was in. Um, oh shit, we're so bad at this. Is uh, mm-hmm. Luis in uh, the Ant Man movies? Uh, oh right, Jesus! I keep forgetting that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is what happens when uh, I don't have something in front of me that I can look everything up. Um, but yeah, like you said, is a perfectly acceptable way to spend an hour and a half, and you'll you'll laugh. Just don't don't oh, expect to like. It's not going to change your life. Well, no. Basically what it comes down to and i i did not write i wouldn't if you had told me rose Byrne was the phone i would not have believed right Mm -mm. (laughs) Um, not because i feel like you're a liar or anything it just didn't sound like her well this just purposely she sounds like alexa on purpose so she has that choppy kind of tone and shit like that yeah yep all right so now last but certainly not least so um certainly not least did you okay so Mike Flanagan, Mike Flan- as far as I'm concerned, he's just fucking knocking him out of the park uh, yep. of late. Um, so, of course, he did uh, Haunting Hill House. Um, he did Gerald's Game. 
mm-hmm. uh, for Netflix. He did um, Hush. He did Hush. Um, and now he has turned his attention to Doctor Sleep, which so Doctor Sleep is the sequel to The Shining. Um, mm-hmm. And anybody who knows anything about uh, Stephen King books knows that Stephen King absolutely hated the mm-hmm. film adaptation of The Shining, and that there are these huge changes to uh, the book <coughs> that were made uh, for the movie. And now here comes Doctor Sleep, which has the unenviable uh, task of rectifying um, mm-hmm. one of the most classic horror movies of all time. Uh, with a book written as a sequel that does not acknowledge it in the least to the point where huge change, you know, those huge changes that were made um, in the movie for the shining carry through, you know, in the, in, in Dr. Sleep because they didn't happen in the book. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like for example, um, uh, uh, the, the hotel um, blows up, burns down at the end of the, mm-hmm. of the book. Um Dick Halloran there. He's he doesn't die. He he lives uh for quite a while. Um mm. the um um I'm trying to think what else. Like there's uh um but th- those were the two big changes mm-hmm. was the fact that the overlook you know blows up. Um and that's I think is and at the end of uh at the end of the 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 shining his dad actually takes control for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was a huge thing too. Whereas at the end of you know the movie, obviously he dies in the in the hedge maze chasing mm. uh, chasing Danny. So so you know, as I read the book, I I enjoyed you know, uh, Doctor Sleep. But when I heard they were making a movie, I just was like, man, I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that because right. you know, they they now have to revisit this classic setting with this classic imagery, this classic cast, and fold it into this continuation and i don't know and i don't know how they're going to do it Mm. um while at the same time kind of having a new set of villains that don't tie into the shining in the way that the overlook did Mm. Uh, you know you know as, as as much as as much as you know um you know jack torrance was kind of the the you know the I guess the villain in The Shining it was it was the hotel <coughs> right that that was the villain it just happened to be right it got its hooks into his dad mm. um, so how do you shift from hey the villain of this book is a hotel to a bunch of fucking roving uh, psychic vampires <laughs> right yeah <laughs> um, and then on top of it make a director's cut that's three hours long yeah it's a pretty tall order. But uh, goddamn, if he didn't fucking knock it out of the park, a hundred percent. Oh my god, man! I like three hours, and it was over, and I was like, "That's it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "No!" Like me, the person who who starts series and never finishes them, was like, "This could have been a ten part series," and I would have eaten that shit up. Like, oh my god, dude! When I tell you that I haven't been so excited for a finale mm-hmm. in a movie. And I couldn't tell you how long when, um, no, oh, what was her name? The, the main Rose, the hat. Yes. When she was uh, on her Rebecca way, Ferguson, who is fantastic. 
yeah. I, I only kind of know her from the Mission Impossible movies where she's great in those, but she was great in this. I didn't even recognize her from that. That's mm-hmm. how much I pay attention to those. But, dude, I was so fucking pumped for that, like, final showdown, like, the location and, like, everything that happened. Like, I was sitting there and I was like, there's only 45 minutes left? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Cause God, I mean the first, the first half, and I I only saw the three hour cut, and I don't know what they cut out. I actually because- I read about what they cut out, and and I'm I am so glad that this is the version that yeah, because I feel I like it needs because, all of it because they filled out. It's a long book, but they filled out a lot more stuff because you know the main thing about Doctor Sleep is not. I mean, the stuff that happens with the psychic vampires is is one kind of thing. But the other part is like, you know, Dan Torrance, his uh, uh, kind of learning how to work past the trauma that he experienced Mm -hmm. as a child. And Mm -hmm. there are some pretty significant changes between the book and the movie. And I don't want to get into them because I don't want to spoil the movie. That does that I I wasn't entirely like I wish they had kept it more like the book because it, it changes the overall, um, I mm. think, sentiment in regards to uh, overcoming trauma. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the book kind of ends one way, and the movie mm-hmm. ends another way. And I think, oh, okay, the way it does in the book to me fits. I get not fits See, better, but it 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 just I think is a better message, I guess. But mm. this is another one of those things where I've, I've I'm so into it right now. And I've got the book on my Kindle. Like, I want to read the book now because there's I, a lot I of changes. fucking love this. Yeah, there's a lot of changes. And it's kind of interesting to see, you know, like, I feel like, okay, the movie having the final show, the movie and the book both have the final showdown at the Overlook. It's just that, you know, the mm. Overlook is standing in the movie and it's not in the book. And I feel like the, gotcha. the, the final showdown in the mm. movie was a lot more satisfying than it was in the book in part mm-hmm. because we knew the history of that place and we know what it's yeah. done. Right. Today. And I, and I actually, uh, I wanted to bring that up because I think that there, there, it's so interesting right now to, to have all these King adaptations be a thing again and, and, and see so many similarities in, in certain instances. And, and, and I know that like the movies do take certain liberties mm-hmm. and, and change things from books and stuff like that. But there, there are, there are themes that run almost throughout everything, right? And mm-hmm. one of them, and then there's also things that Mike Flanagan does really well. Yeah, uh, and it seems to be a th- kind of a thing that he goes back to a lot because even so much as in Hush, uh, he seems to, and, and not so much maybe that one, but definitely Hill House and this, he seems to really like the idea of a building being as much of a character as the people who yeah. interact within it. And it was interesting to see, like, to watch Hill House as recently as, as I did. And then to see him kind of do a little bit of that with the overlook, which I was yeah. kind of didn't expect cause I didn't read the book. And so mm-hmm. once I got to the overlook, I was like, this is fucking great. Right. This is so fucking cool. And like all the throwbacks to the, the shining in the movie. And, uh, it was so cool to see the locations and then the, the actors who did fantastic jobs mimicking performances from that movie. Yes. And I mean, this is like a, if you want to talk about just like a who's who of like fantastic horror movie actors and, and actresses, uh-huh. I mean, um, so 
uh, Zah McLaren, McLaren, he plays Crow Daddy. He he was fantastic in Fargo. He was in season mm-hmm. one of Fargo. And then you've got um, like Carol Strucken, who played Grandpa Flick. He was the guy at the end of Gerald's game when she sees... Mm. You know, the mid, with the Midnight Man or whatever. Yeah, and then Catherine Parker, uh, she was in Haunting of Hill House. Um, mm. My favorite, though, was um, Alex Esso, who was mm. in. Um, she's in uh, Starry Eyes. Mm, yes, playing yep. Wendy Torrance, playing <clears throat> you know, reprising uh, yes. Shelley Duvall's role. Um, yep. Jocelyn Donahue, who plays Abra's mother from. Uh, fucking House of the Devil. Uh, Ooh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm like, wow. the whole time I'm watching, Good I'm Lord. just like, who are these? Who are these people? Who you know? Oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, right. Um, there actually oh. is D- Danny Torrance, the actor that played young Danny. He's in the movie real quick. It's like a blink and you'll miss him. Uh, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then there's a bunch of people from Carl Lumley. Play Dick Halloran. Uh, have you ever watched Mantis? As a like, <laughs> fucking love that show. Um, but there's there's like a just a ton of great um, actors and actresses uh, in mm-hmm. this movie, and it's a pretty big cast. Even though they do, they kind of narrowed the focus more. So like like Billy Dude, Curtis, uh, or, or sorry, Henry Billy, Thomas was fucking great. Yep. Uh, so Billy Freeman in the movie, he kind of is two characters from the book, just like the doctor, Bruce Greenwood, um, who was also in Gerald's game. Um, he, he had a much bigger role, um, in the book. Um, Mm. but, um, yeah, Henry Thomas was the, the bartender. Fucking, Um, uh, God, so fucking creepy in Gerald's game. (laughs) Yes. Jesus Christ. And then he shows up as well as who he is in this, and I was just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they actually they even have a, a throwback to the handcuff scene um, in Joe. I was gonna say that's that's kind of the other thing that I think uh, uh, Flanagan enjoys is a good old like degloving scene because Ugh, the God, the yeah. two most memorable ones in in my entire life are both his movies now. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was and and like you said, it, it it I feel like the three hour version it just gives it a chance to kind of breathe and and explore like more of of kind of what Dan had been going through as an adult after all of this, mm-hmm. and then and then mm-hmm. gets more into you know kind of when he was a kid and 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 um and I just you know when I saw that it was three hours, I just was like, well, you know. Okay. Oh, it flies by though, man. It really yeah. does. Yeah. You know, it did for me anyway. Like, like I said, like I, it was over and I was kind of sad that it was over. Cause I, there were so many things I was so interested in and like even the, 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 the vampires. Right. And I was yeah. like, Oh, that was fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And that's why, like, I, I almost wish, I mean, I don't, I don't think they could have gotten all these people to sign on, but I, I agree with you. Like, it's like, you almost wanted it to be like a mini series, like a five mm-hmm. hour or a six hour because you know, I absolutely did in the book. The, I mean, they just don't have enough time to kind of get into the, the true knot and, and kind of the vampires and, and the, you know, the, in terms of Stephen King, like monsters, they're fairly mm-hmm. tame by Stephen King standards, right? But they do some pretty, 
nasty stuff in this movie. And there's one kind of scene in particular that it's almost like it was after the violence. And what happened after the violence was worse than mm. the scene of the violence, simply because mm-hmm. the way they, like, I mean, one of the kind of the things that they always say, like, in the vampire movies is like, oh, you know, people are like cattle to them and they treat them like right, cattle. Right. And so they kind of show that, oh, yeah, they eat them. And it's like, yeah, whatever. But this movie, they, there's a scene, like I said, it's after the violence and just the the just complete and total disregard they have. Yes. Yes. For what essentially just moments ago had been a child. Right. To me, it was one of the most disturbing things I've seen. Yeah, in a horror movie in a while because it yep. wasn't the like the violence already happened. You kind of expect that, but then what happened after? I was just like, oh my god! Like it was so yeah. unsettling just to see. And man, uh, kudos to the the actors for their reactions to that because I kind of was feeling the same. Yeah, I was just like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and in fact, the kid who who ba- the baseball boy, uh, he, yeah. he was in um, Good Boys. Good Boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll say I will actually uh, without when, with no one around if, if something <laughs> good happens I'll go out loud everything is coming up Lewis <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know I, I if, if you have the opportunity to see the director's cut I think just buy the Blu-ray. Come on, son. They yeah. they exist. Yeah. Just go to Walmart. It's right there. Like yeah, just go I, get I, it. I definitely watch it. Like, and, and, and it's and and not because I'm sure knowing what I know, you know, knowing what I I know they added. I I I know that the shorter version would still be a good movie. I do. I I I, I kind of want to watch it too now, but I I, I also want to rewatch this one. So. Yeah, it's just that there's there's a lot there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, in this movie, because of it, it, it's not just telling the story of Dan. Now it's it has to tell the story of what happened yeah. at the Overlook. It has to tell not what happened at the Overlook, but the at the immediate aftermath of what happened at the Overlook. How he's carried that through his life. It has to establish Abra, uh, who, mm-hmm. who was uh, also uh, great. Um, she was fantastic in this movie. Um, it has to establish her. It has to establish the true knot. It has to get everybody back to the overlook and mm-hmm. then actually have it, like you said, be a showdown that you're like, fuck, what are they going to? Yes, let's. So yep. there's a lot to cover. And um, I, I, I think that it's just, you know, worth it to spend the extra time. Um, I agree. And and it was cool for me too. Like I, I was talking to my wife about it. I was like, I can't you know, here I, I watch Doctor Sleep, then like a less than a week later, I watch, you know, the Birds of Prey. I'm like, I haven't seen Owen mm. McGregor in a movie since I rewatched the fucking prequels. Like I can right. tell you anything <laughs> he's been in. Oh wait, he was in he was in Fargo. He was in a, a season of Fargo, now that I think of it. He was in season three, the one with the twin brothers. Um, I he he played both of them. So, um, but mm. aside from that, I'm like I don't even know what he's been in. So it was kind of cool um, to see uh, to see him, and and he was great. Um, if you had said, mm. I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, 
Danny Torrance is like we only kind of knew him as a kid. Oof. You know. So yeah. they really could have cast anybody, I think, as an adult, but he he did a sure. fantastic job. Yeah. Um But I just I remember when at- we went to see when Eugene and I um went to see <laughs> uh, what, what was it? What did, what was it that we it, it, it was it, it chapter yeah. two and they, they show the trailer for Doctor Sleep and they show the red robin the guy goes, That's murder spelled backwards. Oh man. And then we were talking about it later and Gene's like, he had that guy saved up. He just was ready. Oh. He was ready to see it. So he Oh, he was so it. right. He couldn't he was like wishing upon a star yeah. that the fucking Doctor Sleep trailer would play. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes on and he, Gene's like, Oh, this is my time. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> don't what? mess this up. One shot. I'm the sweaty. So the it. next thing that Mike Flanagan is doing, which uh, is a you know the sequel to uh, Haunting of Hill House, which is. Mm. Um, not a direct sequel in the sense of like, it's like Hill House chapter two. Um, but, um, it is do to do to do. Let's see. He is, it's, it's called, um, well, Midnight Mass, uh, is a TV. I think that's the one he's, that's the next thing he's doing. That's a comic um, too, right? I don't know. Ask, There's some really. It is. There was one called that. It may not be based on that comic, but yeah. there was a Midnight Mass comic because I read it. Um, but then he's also doing. I forget what um, the next. Um, and that's got a lot of the same people too. Uh, so Henry Thomas and um, let's see. Robert Long is in it. Um, Alex Esso is in it. So, I mean, he uses a lot of the same folks from project mm. to project but um i forget what the it's, i love when they do that though. <laughs> um the hill house uh sequel is called let's see do 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 haunting of bly manor it's based on the turn oh, yeah, of the screw yeah. by henry james so um and that's gonna have a bunch of people from hill house in it too so uh, nice. So a lot of exciting stuff coming. I know at some point I think they're going to do a stand TV show as mm. well, which ought to be interesting. Yeah. Um, so you know it's a good time to be. And if you well, the are, other thing and to 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 uh, what I was saying earlier, real quick, and I don't know if you picked up on any of it, but I was saying how there are so many King adaptations happening, and 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 like I said, they take liberties with the books, but there seem to be these ideas that kind of Stephen King kind of goes with a lot. Oh, absolutely. It, and there's like so there's like okay there's like the um the the idea that the the creatures the monsters feed off of fear Mm -hmm. and and things like that and and then once it gets flipped around on them like it happened in this Mm -hmm. and it happened in you know obviously it Mm -hmm. where you know it feeds off of fear but once like you're not afraid of it anymore and when you turn the fear around on it it becomes almost uh, you know, like inept or like uh, impotent. Uh, and I thought that was a cool little parallel to kind of it. Mm-hmm. But then I just just paying attention to things like 
and this is like sort not a deep cut, I don't think, but I don't I don't know. I think a lot of people hated this movie, but uh, Dreamcatcher, even oh god, I haven't seen that's a great book. I haven't I don't even know if I watched that movie. But remember, and maybe it wasn't in the book, I don't know. But I remember in the end when the the things or the creatures got into the people's heads, mm-hmm. it was like they were in a library. Yeah. And then it happened in this. And I was like, fuck, that's like Dreamcatcher. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that's yep. like it. Yep. There were so many things that I was like, wow. Like, and I, I haven't read a ton. I like, I read a lot of old Stephen King, like back in high school, because my dad was a member of that book club they used to advertise yep. on TV all the time. Yep. So we'd get them. Like, I have all of his hard hardbacks up uh, in in the on the bookshelf in my room. Mm-hmm. But like, but it was like Cujo. It's like Carrie. It's it. Yep. It's like Christine. Like it's those. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't read a lot of the newer ones. I just kind of. I'll watch the movies when they come out. So I didn't know that much about it, mm-hmm. but it's, it's interesting to me to see these themes show up in all these adaptations of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, especially like once he started really going all in on the dark tower stuff and you could see, I mean, there's some books that tie in directly and then there's, oh, yeah, yeah. Where there's just that. little, and that, and it little things here and there. Whereas if you've kind of read those, you can see, um, that's those, awesome. those makes parallels. Me read, like everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's super cool. Um, and, and if you, I, I wasn't it like the outsider was not one of my favorite books of his. I mean, it was a pretty fast read and it was, it was, it was good. Um, I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but the, the well, that was, that was sell for me. That was the last one I read was sell. And I was like, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the outsider, the adaptation that's currently on Netflix or not Netflix, um, HBO is really HBO. Good. Yeah. yeah, I want to watch that. It's yep. really good. It the pacing is definitely different. There's um, there's like a pretty big moment that happens about it's like almost like halfway through the book that happens like in episode two, but mm. um, great cast. Um, Jason Bateman was in it, uh, and he also oh. directed the first two episodes. Um, oh, nice, but. Um, uh, I think that's why I wanted to watch it. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah. I mean, he's like I said, he he he's in it briefly, but um, you know, obviously Ben Mendelsohn is the reason to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's fantastic, and it's it's. Um, did you watch in the night of that that HBO show? No. Okay, um, it's kind of similar in pacing to that, um, where it, it's almost like a kind of almost a true detective type of pacing as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's got a, you know, serious supernatural kind of bend to it. And and right now, you know, if you were watching it, you'd be like, have some kind of ideas as to what exactly is the deal is with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's kind of cool having read the book to kind of see how they're starting to maneuver things and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of pull, pull, pull the different pieces together. So, uh, def- yeah, it's definitely worth definitely worth watching, and it's beautifully shot. It's you know, mm. I mean, it's just oh, this movie was fucking gorgeous too. I'm yeah. gonna comment on that. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. There's some yeah, some really cool moments. So, well, shit, now I need to watch it again. God damn it, too much. Stuff. <laughs> but that's great. Like, I mean, God, there was a time. It's funny. It's like Stephen King adaptations and comic book adaptations. There was a time yeah. where you, it didn't seem to matter how much money they were giving people, they just couldn't make good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, exactly, <laughs> and they're not. It's not a hard code to crack, right? Like <laughs> you wouldn't think. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if it just. Yeah, it, but uh, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool time to be a fan of that stuff. I'm right. Um, 
All right. So uh, next show, we're going to cover Jojo Rabbit. And um, God, I'm sure there'll be nine million other things that'll come up. Oh, uh, yeah. There always are. Between (laughs) now and then. Um, I mean, I have a bunch of movies that I watched that uh, I think you probably did that we didn't even get. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of the the Soska sisters, but I am. And I got mm -hmm. their their rabid remake finally came out here in the states and i got it in the mail the other day i haven't been, i haven't watched it yet because i want to watch cronenberg's again first which one is it rabid they remade rabid cronenberg's rabid god i don't know if i've seen that one. Oh, you got to watch the old one is it on is it on shutter uh honestly it probably is i i can't confirm that 100 percent, but they i think it was scream factory put it out on a, a collector's edition blu-ray like last year Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and it was about the time that they announced the Soskos were doing a remake, and I got really pumped. And of course, it didn't play anywhere near here. And uh, and then it came out on the U- in the UK first, uh, or yeah, no, UK and Canada first because that's where they are. Um, but it came out here like two weeks ago or so, and I I have it. I just haven't because I want to rewatch the old one too, which I also have. But you know how I am. Mm-hmm. But I want to watch them both like back to back. Got it. Uh, yeah, so I that, think it is on Shutter. Nice, sweet. Get <laughs> get yourself a Shutter script, folks. Please, yeah, we haven't talked about that in like one show, so yeah, get you. <laughs> it is there. There it's it is. Shutter subscription. <laughs> um, cool. Very good. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah. So you've got your you got your marching orders for the yeah. week. Next definitely watch Jojo Rabbit. Definitely, yeah. I didn't realize it got nominated for Best Picture until I saw the list last night and I saw mm-hmm. who won. And I was and like, fuck, I'd have been okay. Best original with, screen or best yes, original yes. screenplay, right? Right. Or best yeah. screenplay adaptation or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Best adapted screenplay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then he used his time afterwards to complain about Apple keyboards, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but um so, uh, yeah, so you've got a lot of cool stuff that uh, you can go out and, and watch. So please do so. Um, this has been episode 90 of Divided by Werewolves. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it, as always. Um, if you want to watch me swear at uh, forest creatures, you can watch my Pokemon Shield streams. <laughs> uh, most nights, 7 o'clock Eastern. Um, and then you can see me give Pokemon dumb nicknames while I right. hurl profanities at them. Um yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but otherwise, we will uh, see you right back here in the next two weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, we appreciate it as always. And um, we will talk to you in another two weeks. So thank you again. Good night and have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs>